This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. What can it be? This is the besotted pride of west london podcast and what i can say is that we're here at st andrews the final whistle 90 minutes and we haven't had a goal again which has got to be christmas cheer as far as we're concerned we haven't let a goal away from home st andrews pretty much a packed house here very quiet it has to be said for most of the game beast fans here clapping the team off the players have come over thomas frank's come over they're all giving the fans a good old... Well, Thomas Frank's not come over yet. I think he's on his, he's on his way. But the players are clapping the fans here. Who gave good support today, it has to be said. As Birmingham City, I've got to be honest with you, we came here today, I'm slightly fearing the worst, because Birmingham, a couple of boys of the playoffs, and it just goes to show you how tight this division is. No disrespect to Birmingham City, but today they know that, particularly in the first half, Brentford could have had this game. Just didn't have that cutting edge, as we say. They're obviously all over Mopay, and we didn't have the cutting edge. Birmingham City kept giving the ball away, loads to us, and we had the opportunity to take three points today. We've had to settle for a point. In the circumstances, over the last few weeks, we'll have that. But to be quite honest with you, probably a little bit disappointing. How about that for you? Yeah, I'll take that. I thought we were going to lose 3-1, so I'm pretty happy with that. It's just uh, the only thing is... We have absolutely nothing as soon as Neil Morpai goes off the pitch. Absolutely nothing. I mean, it's interesting because, you know, like I said to you, players are getting properly clapped off here as well. Good support here. All the Beast fans are staying behind here. That first half, I thought we should have had Birmingham City in that first half particular. Yeah, yeah, we definitely looked the best. I mean, we looked the better side for quite a lot of the game. But as I said, as soon as Neil Morpai was off the pitch, we didn't really have anything. So it was really, really difficult last 20-30 minutes Birmingham piling forward us playing some weird sort of flat 5-5 five, five formation with no one up front no ability to push out we lost the midfield but on the first half it was fucking wicked listen I was I was pretty listen I'm pretty gutted about this not gutted but the result could have been better for us because I, I thought we could have we had a chance chance to win this game even though we didn't have the chances does that make sense yeah yeah, I thought we would have probably edged here. I thought we were probably a slightly better team. It's another good result on the back of um, Bristol as well. So that's three now unbeaten. So I think the strings hanging together now. But about the match, it's, I mean, I, I, is this is this progress as far as you're concerned, or are we just kind of like 
are we just you know just dealing with, with, with the problems no I think we're a lot better since the Bolton game the games before that no one seemed to want the ball no one seemed if they did get the ball they wanted to get rid of it as quickly as possible they weren't closing down it was no pressing last couple of games there was loads of pressing even when we coming out I was listening to those Bristol City fans behind us and they were complaining oh look as soon as we got the ball they were straight on top of us we weren't giving us any room so I think we've that's coming along better because before that it looked, no one looked interested no one looked like they wanted the ball and if they did like I said they'd got the ball they wanted shot of it straight away Listen first I'm going to kick them out in the first half first half there's one team that you know listen everyone's got their own different styles of football Birmingham have got their different style we got our style there's one team that was playing one team that was playing football out there in that first half we were passing the ball around you know they weren't pressing us like anything like that but we were we were passing the ball around trying to get the ball out there and we were looking really really good weren't we yeah I thought we were really good first half definitely the better team the first half and I thought we probably maybe edged it second half yeah all over listen I mean look look, we've got to say that when Neil Malpe went off it all went a bit flat though didn't it yeah yeah no striker we need a striker Brentford need a striker he's going to score goals week in week out Malpe went off we've got no one to replace him that's my thought. We got no one, no one to replace him. I mean, obviously, we've been gutted the last few weeks. We've had a terrible, terrible set of results. But um, there's been a bit of a turnaround last year. Is, yeah, is this the light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah. As far as you're Mass- massive result today. Nil nil, coming to Birmingham away. They're chasing for the playoffs. We're down, scrapping for our lives, but we're coming back. Well, the thing is, I'm going to ask him. Let's try and take the rose-tinted glasses off here, because sometimes it's not easy to do that. I didn't see much difference between the two sides of anything like that. You know, Birmingham were hoofing the ball up there, and yeah. I, I, I thought that we were not say more than a match for Birmingham City today. Oh, no. Best football inside, both halves. Best football inside, yeah, we're, we're, definitely more than a match for any team. Come on, but I just, just like the same mission. No Do you know what I mean? Do yeah. yeah. you know what I mean? That little, that little click, with that little bit up top. One more. That's ours. Do you, do you think I mean look you know we've, we've stopped the rot to a certain extent we've stopped the rot though we haven't we haven't let in goals the defend that's part of the problem the defence aren't letting in goals do you think this is going to set us we're going to go in the new year now do you think this is setting us up we've got Norwich City coming down do you think this is going to set us up or still do you think we're going to struggle massive Brentford second half of the season top half that's what we're aiming for top half next year new stadium we're Premier League right. safe to join me thank you very much Got the Brummy Joe in the house and he's not happy. He keeps on going on about it. He keeps complaining about the referee, the referee who booked all our players and not one Birmingham City player and you're still complaining. Mate, mate I think I think it's it's fair. Um He did he, he boxed a lot of your players, but they were they, it was atrocious, mate. The they were diving all over the place, um <laughs> causing what what do you think? What do you disagree? <laughs> see, there's, um, a lot, see, there's a lot of chuckling going. There's a yeah, lot of no, chuckling no, no. going on. It, it, no, it just says a lot. It says a lot to be fair. You've come here. You've tried to, you know, you've tried to sort of shop, get the point and time waste. But I, honestly, I don't think it's 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 massively Brentford that was a problem. Like them tactics are fine. We've done the same thing in the past. But I think the referee could have definitely handled the game a lot better. Um, I think it was very stop start, um, which maybe it played into you a little bit. We wanted to get it flowing, but even from us, I think the first half we were. We were shocking. Um, there was nothing. There was nothing from us. We we played Stoke. Um, we beat Stoke the other day, and it was it was like there was a lot more flow and movement to the game. There was there was people knew where they were going to be, and today it looked disjointed, and it really did, and and it sort of fell apart. And we tried to give it a push in the second half, um, 
but it was it was a bit too little too late um, started you know as I say that's when the game really started to fall apart you know what I mean and uh, yeah, I think it's probably it's probably fair result in the end, but we were fuming we were fuming with that. Ref. <laughs> I'm not blaming it on the ref though, but we. I mean, from our point of view, yeah. like I said, it's it's all about stopping the rot, you know. And yeah, we had yeah. a proper rot going in there, and you know that you had the rot last season, you had the rot, you know, the beginning of this yeah, season, definitely. and we had to stop the rot. Um, thing is, I thought we could again, you know, you said we could have nicked that, we yeah, could have nicked that game as well. That's what we, I was worried about. We were flowing, we were flowing and passing the ball out there. We just didn't get that final little touch in there. Yeah, I, f- I felt in the second half, um, we, as I say, we started to put a bit more pressure on. But I was o- always worried about that gap opening up at the back because you do have you do have good players going forward, and we're quite quite conscious of that. And we, at times, looked a bit, a little bit shaky at the back as well. I thought. Um, so yeah, I was. Um, I, w- I thought it was going to be one of them typical games where. It, you would have caught us at the last minute or something but are we going to have to talk about the fact that when Neil Malpay went off it changed the game completely because for us we didn't have a focus we didn't have a point out there and our, everything seemed to fall apart for a bit and you seemed to throw about 150 players up front going for the win <laughs> yeah yeah we did we did seem to go for it as I say we don't have that many options off the bench at the minute um, and yeah it, it did change the game but we brought Omar Bogland scored a, scored a screamer against Stoke um, but he, he's just it's, it's He's just a particular type of player, shall we say? It, yeah, it is. And we, we've obviously we'd, we'd like to play Duke and Shay and uh, have them at their best, but I don't think they were really. I think the effects of, of the games over Christmas was showing today, and they weren't at one hundred percent. And uh, yeah, we brought him on, probably hoping for something similar, but but now nah, as you say, it's probably it's probably fair in the end. Just we've come off a bit like feeling like we could have got a little bit more, maybe. But. Oh yeah, we we managed to get out of the blue zone. Now. And we're, we're in the centre of town, probably probably a slightly safer place to be. Birmingham fans are Brummy Joe, wicked, wicked bloke, and on us, and no, lots of Blues fans, and they're all good. But um, there's also quite a few moody characters, and uh, we met quite a few of them in between the last interview and uh, and this one now when we've come into town, and there's a lot of unhappiness. Listen, at the end of the day, you didn't get the result, but you know you just need to just relax yourself. And but there's a lot of there was just a lot of unhappiness, wasn't there, the Liberal? Yeah, Birmingham fans need to take a chill pill. I mean, you know, chill pill. Yeah, absolutely. Few, few chills, few chill pills for the Birmingham lot. I mean, today they were they displayed shithousery of the nth degree. I don't know why they're moaning about it. Their players were diving all over the place first half. Second half they got into us as well a bit. I mean, it was good good management from Thomas Frank to get Neil Morpay off because there was undoubtedly he would have got sent off in this game. And last thing we could, last thing we need is to lose him. Well, A, permanently, or B, for a run of matches anyway. So it's good to get me off. I thought it was a battling performance of the Bees again today. You know, nil-nil. They didn't have any chances. We didn't have any chances. Um, problem is, when Malpe doesn't play for us, there is no threat of goal scoring from us. Um, Ollie Watkins has been a bit disappointing in recent weeks and sort of needs to pull his finger out a bit, I would suggest. Sergei started today. Again, I re- don't really think that he contributed much to the team all-round effort. Um, but hey, we walked away from Birmingham nil-nil, and that, well, I think I would have taken that before the game. I mean, obviously, we take that before the game. Which is interesting because the Birmingham we took the Brummy Joe and the, and, and there is so and, and the, the various characters that we that we met on, in between were saying how they thought that we were cheating and how we were you know and how we were rolling all over the place and how we were diving and how we were doing all these things that you know but I mean is that is that right is that part of our new game are we just going up are we are we begin to mix and match because at the end of the day 
I actually saw us playing some football out there as well. In between, I mean, I saw Birmingham though, and again, it's no respect, let's just see it as you saw it. Birmingham, when they got the ball, there's a lot of hooping going on. When we got the ball, we played the ball out, played it, we played it in, you know, triangles and circles. Circles, you know. We were passing the players to our player, we were actually playing football, you know, when we could do. Um, to be fair, Birmingham, I thought, were, were defensively, were very solid, difficult to break down, and that's what we expected today. But we were at stages trying to play football, but at the same stage, you know, if you had to do whatever you had to do, we, we had to do it because we've been in a bit of a pickle last few weeks. Yeah, I mean, it does make a difference to see a Brentford team actually playing, doing a bit of uh, uh, lying down themselves and time-wasting because the, the number of times we've had teams do that to us and not done it in reverse. I've always felt that sometimes we've been a bit too pure in that regard, so I don't have any issue with us, us doing it. And we, have the to, one... and we have to remind them, just on, just on this point before, um, and somebody tweeted as well, I think it was Fat Howe, just uh, tweeted the fact that um, he reminded us that Leeds United believe that Birmingham City when they went up there and they beat Leeds was it last season they performed all sorts of shenanigans you know what I'm saying diving and time wasting and cheating to get those three points when they were up there so listen you know as, 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 my, as, well, as my mother used to say you know don't, don't, don't act as if your shit don't stink you know what I'm saying so everyone gets on with it and they, 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 they're getting on they're doing it I think it's a real problem throughout the league and that's actually the only way it's going to be tackled is if you have strong referees the referee today was not strong I mean how on earth we ended up with five yellow cards and Birmingham none I, I, I can't work out and what really does annoy me is that we'll probably get a fine for the number of yellow cards we had I wonder whether Birmingham will get fined for the bottles that were thrown on the pitch at our players We got the point. We're happy with that, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I went into it fearing the worst. I thought we might lose 5 0. Told everybody beforehand that we might lose 5 0. And you actually put money on it? I did, a 200 to 1. Thank God it didn't come in. Um, wrong. Yeah, definitely wrong. But the first half, the first half looked okay. We like looked on top of the game. We made a few chances, kept them quiet, couldn't hear anything. Literally, like, is this library was never a better chance. They were silent, quiet as anything. Second half, uh, we let them into the game a little bit. It got a little bit niggly, a little bit dirty, and that's it. They jumped on that. Uh, the whole place went up, raucous. They were shouting all over the place. We held our own. And the last 20 minutes were nervy. And, like, last 20 minutes, fair play to them was all them. They're moaning and crying about the referee. Like, they didn't have any real chances, though. No, no, they didn't. And it was it just it was that nitty gritty game, and they they felt like they deserved more. They felt like the referee wasn't giving it their way, which he massively was. Like five bookings to us, they could have had two or three. They didn't get anything. We got through it, got a point, well needed. Like we move on from here. So, so I mean, listen, listen. We're in the Boozer here, just outside New Street. Oh, wonder we go to all the time, and and there's some very very happy bees here actually. People are sort of thinking, why are you happy with a nil all against Birmingham City? But you know, after we've been through the last couple of months, this has been a bit of an upturn, hasn't it? I think uh, three games without defeat uh, represents a step up at the moment. We don't like Birmingham to take points off us, off us any time. But um, I think we did the right thing today. We uh, we kept it reasonably tight at the back. We didn't offer too much up front. But um, I could live with that, and I think taking off Malpay in the second half might have been a wise move. Uh, <laughs> might have been. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to be uh, diplomatic. diplomatic. Yeah, yeah. Um, Birmingham had a lot of the game in the second half, and I think we have to be grateful we managed to hold firm for the second 45 minutes. So, yeah, all good. Um, I'm not sure 
what, what's, what we have coming. Uh, looking forward to seeing a few more shots on target. Because we didn't really have many today. But I think we need... I know it's uh, painful for the owners to say this, owners to say this, or hear this, but I do think we need to spend some money on somebody that isn't just a, a youngster. We might need someone with a little bit of, a little bit of maturity to, to steady the ship in all, all aspects of our game in January. And that, that includes certainly in midfield and certainly in, up front. And even though it might be only for the short term it's, a, it's a interesting because that's something that's been talked about quite a lot on the podcast and there's something uh, to be quite honest with you I think that maybe the club you know, may not, not consider because at the end of the day you know, we, we are doing what we're doing we're doing alright but it's blatantly obvious that when you get experienced players playing inside the younger players they do help them so look, we talked about Bielan last season him playing out, out, a bit, uh, a bit alongside Chris Meppham really did help him bring him up so you can argue the fact that even though his value may not have risen greatly over the years he helped Chris Fel- Meppham's value rise greatly and I think no. the club you know if they don't see that I'll be very very surprised but I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if we did see a, uh, a more experienced player coming within the next six months to actually balance things out yeah I, I, I mean I, I agree with you because I, although I'm Obviously, I'd love to see the bees in the top division. The most important thing is we stay in the one we are in, and it is a great division we're in at the moment. So, I love it. I love it. Us being competitive in this division. Obviously, we can't, we, we can't really conceive of the idea of going down. So, even if it means a few bob in the, being spent in the short term, I think that would be good on a two-year contract for somebody who we know is good. And, you know, even if the wages may be painful, it might be worthwhile. I think that's just me. Obviously. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.